Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you since 1997 on KKUP Radio with over 250 guests and still going strong in their 12th year of weekly broadcasting, the International Taz and Paula Show brings to you expansive, engaging, and groundbreaking intensity on radio and now on the Internet airwaves today. Listen live every Thursday or visit Embracing Mother Earth's archives, exclusive articles, Ask questions and receive actual answers from guests anytime at TazAndPaulaShow.com. Taz and Paula's special guests are experts coming from all walks of life, energizing our lives with a passion that inspires and teaches us with each of their compelling personal life journeys, with roots from ancient wisdom and bridging it with modern science. We hope today's show touches the wisdom of your heart. And now... Taz and Paula. Well, good morning, everyone. Taz, are you there? I am, I am. <laughs> well, and uh, good morning, Drumlow. Good morning, good morning, <laughs> Hi, <Drumlo>. Paula. Hi. <laughs> well, wow, Taz, I just can't believe the response we got since we sent out our newsletter about our next guest. We were around the clock with getting some emails as you know, with questions and saying what we want to hear from the guests. So everyone, hold tight on your seats. <laughs> we are as excited about the interview with Drumvolo McKidzak as you are. And our guest today is an author, teacher, lecturer. Drumvolo reaches audiences worldwide, keeping us up to date with the latest in planetary shifts and sharing with us the intimate connection we all have to God. So you now are listening to the International Taz and Paula Show, and I'm Paula. And I'm Taz. Drumvolo has left the United States over 280 times, supporting people all over the world to understand to a higher degree the role that we all are experiencing, while at the same time we are learning to merge with daily frequencies that shift to and fro with our global heart family. Drumbelow is the author of five books, including The Ancient Secret of the Flower of Life, Volumes 1 and 2. And the second one is Living in the Heart. The third is Serpent of Light. And his newest one, The Mayan Ouroboros. I think we'll be talking about that today. And these books have been published in 29 languages and reach out to over 100 countries throughout the world. Drumbelo is the first person in the world in modern times to mathematically and geometrically uh, define the human light body called in ancient times the Merkaba. And he is a consultant for the international international excuse me internet magazine Spirit of Matt, uh, with over one million viewers each year. Well, Trevolo Melchizedek is the founder of the Flower of Life, and he has facilitators that have been teaching his work in over 60 countries. And now he has, now, he has a now-found uh, teaching facility called School of Remembering with the Awakening the Illuminated Heart teachers who are beginning their global work. Recently, the school exceeded 1,000 live workshops held worldwide with an average of almost Three a day added to his calendar. Drumvolo, we are excited as our guests are to have you today. Welcome. Well, thank you, Taz and Paula. I'm very happy to be here. 
Sounds like fun, actually. <laughs> oh, yes. We're going to have a great time in the hours. <laughs> just not long enough. Well, it sounds like you are um, having the ability to spend more time with your family and not travel as much with your uh, new school. And, and I looked at your new website and studio. You have a, so many exciting things going on, and you get to stay at home at the same time. That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, I... I, I'm the traveling is down to a minimum at this point. I have to leave for uh, Guadalajara, Mexico, here in a few days, but uh, it's nothing like it was before. I'm, I'm really just trying to get uh, all the information that the world needs uh, uh, put into uh, films and videos so that we can make it clear to everybody. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I'm just doing the best I can, you know. I mean, <laughs> and, and well, it's awesome. pretty incredible. With the new technology, it's, you're able to, you know, be able to do this and touch people all over the world. Yeah. Yeah, we have. You a, know, after we've we, we've made something pretty amazing here. I mean, but we're, we're able to uh, actually uh, uh, we we have the whole setup with limelight, and we 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 can actually uh, come into anything, whether it's a television or a iPhone or an iPad or whatever it is or Android. And we can do it all the way up to Blu-ray, and so uh, we're pretty happy about that. It took a long time to get it going, but it, it's going now. And so uh, we will be coming out with lots of films here pretty soon that will hopefully be of assistance to people that are seriously interested in, in uh, the kinds of things that we're talking about today. Hmm. Well, so. there was two things that when I went to your website, I was so excited to see. One is is that. Um, your wife, I didn't realize your wife was in, uh, doing such wonderful things with the Blue School teachings. And, um, you know, I want people to really get to your website and look at this. It's just incredible. And, you know, if you want to say something about this, this is great. But it looks like it's really an important teaching to have in someone's, um, you know, field to be able to understand themselves more. Well, on all spiritual levels of teaching, uh, there's two points of view. There's a male point of view and a female point of view, and they're really different. I mean, we, I know our bodies are different, but how we perceive the reality is really different. And, uh, and so uh, in my teachings, I teach from a male point of view uh, a lot of the ancient teachings that were uh, basically contained within uh, Tibetan Buddhism, and uh, Kriya Yoga and Kundalini Yoga, uh, these three fields are, are very similar in certain ways. And, and uh, so we've been teaching this for some time now. But my wife has stepped in and shown the female side of that, which has to not, it isn't linear or like we normally think. It is, instead of logical and geometrical and, and these kinds of things, it is... Uh, it has to do with emotions and feelings and colors and shapes and forms and, and imagery. And uh, and so she says the same thing, but from a female point of view. And so if you see, if you come to mine and you come to hers, you really understand it a lot better. You, you get it. Mm-hmm. You just understand it way better. Well, it was very exciting but, to see. And um, and then the other thing I saw was that you have six grandchildren. <laughs> I was going to, yeah. what is their input into what's happening on the planet at this time? Well, uh, the kids, uh, you know, I have I have five kids, and, and 
some of them are interested in this and some of them are not. <laughs> you know, and I don't I, I really don't feel that you can force these things on, on any on anyone, even if they're your children. Uh your 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 kids aren't really yours. We may think they are, but they're just uh spirits that are coming through us and they've been around forever and they're they have their own journey and but some of my children are very, very interested in this and are studying it deeply, and other ones are not. And it's okay. Hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting because a few years back I um, had asked my daughter, what was her experience in my womb? And I didn't really realize I would get an answer from her, but I did ask her. And um, yeah, and she said, I, yeah, I asked if she had any experience in my womb that kind of surprised her. And she looked at me, and her eyes kind of blinked. And we were on a bed, and she rolled up in a little ball, and her head kind of, you know, they kind of rolled, and I, I was surprised she did that. And she said, yes, she said, I was breathing through my heart, and she said, I was so surprised at that. That was her comment. And after, you know, afterward, I learned all this other stuff, and I always remembered what she said because it was so much out of context of what I ever anticipated her to say. Well, breathing through your heart is a very profound thing to do. We've long forgotten yeah. that information. You know, we're basically yeah. breathing through our brain. <laughs> but, uh, and uh, so, I well, understand that that you that that the subject matter that you wanted to talk about uh, had to do with uh, the earth changes and the changes that are going on around the world. Uh, yes. Uh, and what we need to do you know, for ourselves also, I mean, like working with the pineal gland and things like that. Yes. Well, you know, for I've been around doing this for a long time. And back in the 60s and 70s, uh, this was a very hot subject. People really wanted to know about this. And then as time went on, in the, especially by about the 90s, and then as we got past the, this millennium to here, uh People don't want to hear this too much. Uh, when you really get into it uh, and you really release the truth about what's going on in the world, it, it's, it's, it, it is, uh, it's huge. It's not a little thing. It's, it's absolutely massive. And, um, but we need to know this stuff because it's much more than just say, an ice age or something like this, or a magnetic field or solar flares and computers and these kinds of things, uh, there, there are many things, and I mean a lot of things, uh, all coming together at one time, all at the same moment. It, it, in fact, even in our solar system, uh, we th- most people think that the changes that we're experiencing are happening here on Earth and it's sort of an isolated event. But that's not the case. Uh, the Russians, are, the, the National Academy of Sciences of, of Moscow and Siberia, uh, are uh, are releasing a lot of this information now, and they show how the changes that are happening here on Earth are happening at least all over our solar system, everywhere. The sun, all the planets, all the moons, everything are going through incredible changes, and and changes that you would expect to take place over at least a million years or more, maybe in some cases 100 million years, and they've all been happening in the last 45 years or so. Uh, this is, uh, nobody really understands it. No, nobody, there's no scientist in the world that really can 
can come up and say, yeah, I know exactly what's going on here. They don't. Uh, no one has ever seen this before. There's been no discussion ever in, a, in our ancient writings or anything that we ever know to, to explain the kinds of things that are going on. Uh, for example, uh, the, the nanosphere, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, like a, a big teardrop-shaped form that goes around the sun that contains, uh, that contains most of, the, of the, our planet's and as the sun is moving through space, the sun's not just sitting there. It's moving. It's moving around the entire galaxy. It's moving from dark arms to light arms, and, uh, and, and it's, uh, it's making uh, movements that are far more expanded and, and bigger than, than the idea that the sun's just sitting there in the sky and we're rotating around it. But, that, but, the, but this, this, this nanosphere was usually um, they used the distance, the distance from the Earth to the Sun as the measuring stick, which is approximately 93 million miles. And so that, that's unit one. <laughs> and so it's usually been about 10 of these across. And, uh, but in the last 45 years, it has expanded 1,000%. And, uh, right. and so it's, it's huge now. And uh, and we don't we don't know what that means. We we don't have any idea. People anybody who says they know what they what it means, they're just guessing, because uh, we we have no never seen this before. And there's all kinds of things. Like when we went to the moon, uh, there was no atmosphere on the moon, uh, and we've only been there six times. But the Russians have been there over two thousand times, and uh, and they have a pretty good idea of what's going on with the moon. And according to the Russians, there's now an atmosphere that was not there, and it's 6,000 kilometers deep. And uh, we don't know where it came from. We don't understand how it happened. There's even a new atmosphere uh, emerging on Earth that has never been there before. It's up high, but it's a thin layer. And uh, that's, that was never here either. And the atmosphere on Mars, uh, we, when we first went, uh, at one point, we measured that atmosphere very carefully for its density and what, it, what was in it. And, and then 10 years later, we came back and we sent a, 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 a satellite there, and it crashed. And the reason it crashed was because the, the guidance mirrors were blown off of it. And when we went back and analyzed it together, again, uh, after this, we found out that the, the density of the atmosphere of Mars had doubled in density. And that's why it, was, it blew the mirrors off. And... Uh, we can't explain that. We don't know how it's possible that these kind of changes can take place so fast. It's uh, the Russians, and there's a lot of things uh, uh, other than just atmosphere. Uh, the the light intensity coming off of Venus is getting brighter, and we can't explain that either. We don't know why. There have been two magnetic pole shifts of, of planets out there, that, and that's what we're going to talk about ours because we're we're on the edge of one also about to happen. And uh, and so there, I don't know, I'm just throwing things off the top of my head right now, but there is a whole array of things. And the Russians, the only answer they can say is that we have moved into a different kind of space that we can't explain, a new kind of space that has different uh, qualities in it. And that's what's causing this rapid uh, evolution that's taking place in all these planets. But in our planet... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just... Go ahead. When I say, is it like a snowball? The more it goes, the faster it goes. 
I mean, it like does appear to be that way. Uh, the, the, the natural disasters on Earth uh, have been increasing and going greater and greater and greater. Uh, almost 15 years ago, we were at about 515 or 20% uh, over what was normal uh, before that. And now it's still increasing. And, uh, and the things that are happening on Earth right now are pretty, pretty extraordinary. And, and I just wanted to, to talk about that this is not happening just here. This is happening. And from a deeper level, this is not happening just in our solar system, but we believe this is a universal event that is occurring that is happening all over the entire universe. Something very huge wow. is taking place. And so uh, uh, with that introduction, <laughs> um, <laughs> we can start talking about whatever, wherever you want to start, begin. Um, I don't know where you want me to begin in all of this, well, if you have an um, idea. I was just... Um listening to someone talking about the solar flares. Right. And that's part of all of the change, isn't it? Well, the solar flare is the is the the event that is we're right on top of it right now. It's going to happen uh according to NASA, they believe it'll happen. This is solar flare 24 right now. So, solar cycle number 24. And we believe they believe, NASA believes that there is an event that's going to happen sometime between today and approximately at the end point, approximately September. And uh, But it's more than likely uh, going to occur in this month or next month, that, from my way of seeing it. And I'll explain why uh, these two months in, in just a little bit. But what they're concerned about is, uh, uh, is as you, everybody remembers Y2K, uh, you know, at the turn of the century, uh, we were about to have a problem that was not related to uh, to the the uh, to the sun or anything else, but it was really related to the computers themselves because uh, the date of going from 1999 to 2000 was not thought about in the computers when they built these things, and and if if that date could not be fixed then um, we would have a catastrophe that would take place. And we all went through this. We all know what happened. And, but it didn't happen because they figured out how to change the dates on the computers, and, uh, and, we, and so we, it never occurred. But if it had have occurred, it would have been a big deal. There, there would have been a lot of problems that would have occurred all over the world, and it would have taken time for those problems to be solved. But... Uh, but we never listen, you know. I mean, we realize that there was a problem with us creating, uh, doing everything through computers, but we just kind of turned our head and just kept right on going. And and then today, in 2013, uh, every single thing on Earth, just about 99.9% of everything on Earth that that we have in our house that arrives to us uh, comes through computers. Uh, gasoline and oil all comes through computers. Water comes from computers. All our food is delivered to us through computers. All, everything that we have on our bodies and wears and our, everything, it all comes through computers. And uh, and if the computer system were to shut down today rather than in the year 2000, this is going to be no little deal. This is now huge, many, many hundreds of times bigger than what it was uh, 13 years ago. And that's what uh, NASA is trying to tell. They, they put out a, they put out a warning 
uh, I don't know, it was about a year and a half ago or so, uh, uh, telling us that that uh, this could happen, that the so, that the solar flares uh, could shut down uh, the, the the computer system of the entire world. Uh, if that were to happen, uh, I don't even think I need to go into all the implications of what that means. But basically, we would be in our house with no gasoline, no food, no water, no nothing, and and they think that it would last at least 30 days and could last as long as nine months. That's what what that's what they put out to the world. Well, it could and, put our uh, uh, power grid down. <laughs> there would be no electricity. Right. We would be in the dark. Yeah. For one to nine months, there would be no food, no water, no nothing, and uh, it's debatable on how many people would be affected by this. But uh, it's mostly the wealthier nations that would be affected. The people that are very poor and just living on nothing in the jungles uh, may not even know this took place. <laughs> but wow. uh, but but the people like us, um, more than likely, we would see hundreds of millions of people dying because of this. It depends on what computer model you want to look at, but it would be a, it would be a big deal, and uh, and that could happen today. Uh, it, it it just depends it's it, how it would happen, and how to prepare for that. I don't know how you're going to prepare for that. I mean that, that you know you could you can get food and water and things like that, and people have done that, but but there are other things that are taking place that are so much bigger that that uh, we can't prepare for those other things. And so, basically, I need to kind of lay out what we see taking place, and then we can talk about what's possible to prepare for it. Because we're going to be fine through all of this, but it's not going to be easy. And uh, probably... Well, you said, things, you said things were going very, very fast. And um, is everyone, no matter who they are, are they all experiencing the same thing? Are they... Um, you know, are they feeling these shifts? Are they sleeping? Are they having ins- insomnia well, like others? There, uh, there is another. Uh, I didn't really complete all this with the solar flares too much, but there are other, there are other events that are about to take place that science is aware of that are bigger. Maybe I should, des- maybe I should uh, kind of describe what Russia has to say about all of this. Okay. Where in, in the United States and Europe, we don't, especially the United States, we don't tell our people very much. We 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 hide almost all of our science about what's going on, and uh, and that's not true in other countries, and definitely not true in Russia. Russia is one of the most open countries of all, uh, being clear to their people about what's going on scientifically, and uh, and. Uh, the Met, what, an, another event that is occurring, well, <laughs> I don't even know where to start, hardly. Uh, in terms of the solar flare, flare thing uh, and the magnetic, the computers, which would erase all the computers of the world, uh, just about all of them, except for the ones that we can uh, protect through uh, Faraday cages and things. But, and that means personal computers, too. Even if it's just sitting on a shelf uh, and you've got a CD there, it'll just be blank. It won't be anything. It'll be gone. And uh, and Russia uh, after that after uh, NASA put this out, England got involved, and England uh, didn't believe it. They didn't believe it was that serious, 
and they studied it for about six months. And when they got done studying it, they came back and they said, "Well, we do. We agree with you now. Uh, this is serious." And uh, and so uh, they actually stepped in line with the United States and said, "Yes, uh, that this is probably going to be a big deal." And uh, Russia stepped in, and uh, they said, "Well, yeah, that's the first one." <laughs> <laughs> and Russia says that there are eight events that, that are in line, coming in line, and uh, and each one of these gets bigger and bigger than the next one. And uh, so the Earth is, uh, and, and for those people who want to uh, know more about uh, that phenomena that Ru- that Russia is talking about, uh, it it all has to do with one woman. They're using this one woman in Russia to to kind of put everything through. Her name is Marina Popovich, P-O-P-O-V-I-C-H, Marina. And she was very famous in Russia. She is a, uh, a test pilot, and uh, she has, I think, 100-and-something uh, world records on about 46 different kinds of aircraft. And she was also studying to be a cosmonaut. And they, they talked to her as though she was a cosmonaut, but I don't think that she actually uh, left the Earth. And uh, but that but there, she she connected up with two other Russian scientists who uh, were studying the crop circles, and the crop circles are a, are also a very huge phenomena that's been going on Earth, and and we've just uh, we don't really understand what what that is. But if you really want to really want to know more about that, uh, Colin Andrews is the person to 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 look into because. Uh, Colin Andrews has been studying this from the beginning. He knows more about this than just about anybody alive. And uh, and what he has to say is that about 80% of the crop circles are being made by by human beings, and about 20% we can't we don't know who they are, but they're not human because the level of consciousness is beyond human consciousness. Even the mathematics that are in those 20% are so high that there's only about four or five people on Earth that could even understand the mathematics. And and yet we're seeing lots of these crop circles coming up from all over. And uh, and so the 80% that man made, those crop circles die when they're made because they're crushed by boards and pushed down and and and, and uh, so the plants die. But the other 20% are done in some way that we don't understand yet where the plants actually grow. They bend over, lay down on their own. They do not die. They still keep growing. And uh, and they are uh, a living crop circle, and those are the ones that that uh, Colin Andrews is interested in, and those are also the ones that the Russians were interested in, and there's been many many uh, people around groups around the world have been studying this, realizing that whoever is doing these living crop circles, uh, the level of intelligence that is within them is higher than human consciousness, and so they figure that there must be some kind of message that they're trying to tell us. And so people have been trying to figure out this message for a long time. And uh, and the Russians spent a lot of money and a lot of time and energy to try to understand that message. And they claim at this point that they have decoded the crop circles and they know what the message is. And uh, and so they put out a scientific paper. Uh, I don't know when it was. It was 2012 sometime. And uh, to try to tell us what this message is. Well, the message is about the events that are about to emerge onto Earth. 
these, uh, these earth changes that are about to happen and telling us that there are eight huge ones that are going to happen. The first one is the one that NASA is talking about. But the second one, it has to do with the magnetic field. And that's where I want to spend most of my time because the magnetic field is, is something so huge that uh, if we don't get this right, uh, we're in a lot of trouble. And uh, so uh, I don't know where to begin with this, but I think that at this point, uh, oh, the one thing I want to finish with with the, with the Russians is that they say there's these eight events that are coming one after another. They claim that there is no possibility of any human being surviving all eight of these. That's what they say, first of all. Can't make it. Cannot get through. And, uh, and that's their claim. And, uh, and they also then claim that the crop circles are saying that if we can't make it through and the only thing that we can do is move from the third dimensional level of the Earth to the fourth dimensional level of the Earth. And on the fourth dimensional level of the Earth, there's no problem. Everything is in harmony, in balance, perfect. And, and if we can just learn how to go from here to there, which is just a different frequency of the Earth con Earth's consciousness, then everything is fine. And, uh, and so he, they're suggesting we get out of here. And they're suggesting that we get out of here before the second event. And the second event is the magnetic field. And, uh, and so uh, I'm going to talk about that now. And, uh, and I'm not here to produce fear. I'm just trying to produce the truth so that we can understand what the situation is that we're in and how we can, and then at the end of this, exactly what we can do, how to move from the third dimension to the fourth dimension of the Earth's consciousness. We know how to do that. We know exactly how to do that. And, uh, and, and uh, this is what uh, people all over the world are calling the, the mass ascension of being able to move the, all the human beings on Earth are, are going to leave this place and be born onto a new level of Earth's consciousness, of, the, of just the Earth itself. And so I, I hope I'm not talking too much. <laughs> no. But, uh, please, please jump in and ask questions. If you, if well, there's you know. a lot to cover in just an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I know. You okay, talked okay, about well, the then red I'm just, star. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, I'll get to that, too. <laughs> Okay, all right. Let's, let's well, the go. magnetic field, this, we got to talk about the magnetic field. Uh, the magnetic field of the Earth has been dropping for about 2,000 years. It's been getting weaker. And 500 years ago, it suddenly made a huge change and dropped faster. And that's when a lot of things happened. That's when the Illuminati was born. And, and we started going, the Spanish and Italians started going to South America and getting... Uh, the gold out of it. A lot of things that were not very good for Earth began to take place. And then 300 years ago, there was another very rapid change. And then 45 years ago or so, 50 years ago, there was another huge change. And that's when the field became so weak that uh, that it we uh, we began to actually see the effects of the magnetic field getting weaker. This is when the, the whales begin to beach themselves and the, and the birds that were migrating uh, would end up in the wrong place and all kinds of things were beginning to happen uh, all around the world from, from nature because uh, that's when we begin to realize 
how important the magnetic field is to everything in the world, everything that's alive. And uh, and uh, so it's 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 uh, and then there was a point where uh, not too many years ago, maybe in about the middle of the 1990s, where the airplanes couldn't even land because the 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 separation of the magnetic field to the true north uh, was so getting so great that uh, they the it, it's moving so much. It's it, 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 about 180 years ago. It started moving, and then started moving faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. It's now in Siberia. It's entered onto land. It's a long ways away from where the North Pole is, and uh, and it's 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 no little thing really. But the but the uh, uh, I'm just doing this off the top of my head, so I'm try- <laughs> I'm trying to get as much of this information as I can to you. Uh, the this this movement that it's taking uh, is now beginning to, uh, for example, the one thing that we're just starting to talk about, the, the aeronautical maps of the whole world had to be changed because if they continued to land their airplanes on automatic pilots, they wouldn't land on the, on the, uh, on the, the, the pavement. They'd land on the grass. And so they had to alter all those things. And they did. If you go back to aeronautical maps in about 1990, and you go up to them in about the year 2000, you'll see that the that the markings are completely different. And now we're going through it again. What's happened in Florida in 2011 and everything is beginning to take place all over. They're going to have to change all the aeronautical maps again because it's moving so much. And so anyway, there's lots and lots of things that are going on all over around the world because of this. And there is also another thing that Russia is talking about right now. There are 35 major diseases on Earth right now that are caused. Uh, the medical community is giving all kinds of explanations of why these diseases are happening, and they're all wrong. It is not if, if Russia is right, they're all wrong. These these diseases are being caused completely 100% by the weak magnetic field of the Earth, and and that wow. is. Uh, uh, and 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 that number 35 I don't know it exactly is 35 6 or 7 somewhere approximately in there and we are about to make a film on this uh on exactly what this means and ga- gathering all this data directly from Russia to be able to sh- to uh, show you what these diseases are and and what we can do about them because there are things we can do about these things but only if we know cert- certain things about our insides that most people are not aware of we have to learn some things in order to deal with this. Something just so, came across to me about the magnetic field, how it could wipe out the computers. Can it wipe out our memory also? Yes, that's that's what everybody's worried about. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, what we have now, dis- what Russia has now discovered, and is and is spending a lot of money to, to to discover more, is that when the field gets this weak, we have many many things inside of our bodies that only can function when the magnetic field is moving through them. If, and, and when it's getting weak like this, many of our things, there's lots of them. It's our heart rate and, how it, and the rhythm that it beats at. It's our memory. It's uh, our ability to keep balance. It's our hearing. Uh, it goes on and on and on. That These things cannot function without a magnetic field. Well, right now, 
you have every single geophysicist on Earth, and I don't think there's any exceptions. Maybe there are. Maybe there's some, a few out there that don't believe this, but I don't think there's very many. They all know that the magnetic, the magnetic field is about to pass from, from the, the fields are about to reverse. The north field, the north pole is going to become the south, and the south is going to become the north. And, uh, and there's a, a, a solar... Uh, a, a release from NOVA in November of 2003 that uh, that was released by uh, many of these geophysicists uh, telling all these things that are going on and the problems that are going on. And a new film has just been released called Solar Revolution by, uh, that is uh, coming up with all of the new understandings that of how all of this is interlaced with human beings. And uh, I haven't seen that film yet. Uh, I'm a, we're just ordering it right now. And uh, so I can't really talk about that yet. But uh, uh, if... Uh, now, you talked about the magnetic... the, the memory itself. Uh, our, our memory. What our our n normal memories, which we think are our memories, and they can't kind of go away. Well, they obviously can go away uh, with Alzheimer's disease, for example, or at d different levels of dementia. Uh, we can lose our memory. And we know now that the memories are held uh, somehow through uh, the, the magnetic field sheets that are around the cells' membranes of the, of the brain, and they're still trying to track it all down. They don't, haven't completely figured this all out. But uh, what we do know is that, uh, and this is also with the Russians, the Russian Mir, sta Mir space station, when they first put somebody up on the, Mir on the space station, um, after about two weeks, and this is the key, it's about 14 days to maybe as many as 21 days when there is no magnetic field, when there's nothing, and that's what will happen if it goes from north to south and south to north. Uh, it, if that happens, uh, then uh, a, a person's memory is just completely wiped out. You don't know. You're not even a human being anymore. You're just a living being that doesn't even know your name. You wouldn't even know how to open a door. You wouldn't know what a computer was. You wouldn't even know what a cup was. You wouldn't know what anything was. So this man was who, when they put the mirror station up there, he was running everything. He was going fine. Everything was fine. And then about approximately two weeks later, suddenly he went silent. Nothing. He didn't know how to run the operate the, the radio, and they sent a, a ship up to him took him and put somebody else in there to run it, and they brought him back down here to find out what happened. And what they and now what they really they told this to the world that that what happened was that his memory was completely erased, and he he lost his connection to uh, reality. He went insane. And after many years of studying him, they have announced more really recent times that uh, he is. Uh, uh, permanent. The memory loss is permanent, and the real and the reality disconnect is permanent also. And so, and then it happened to the second person that was up there. And then there was a period of time when uh, they just didn't have anybody in there because they didn't know the answer. And then they figured out that what it was was the lack of the magnetic field, and they created a, a magnetic field generator that they put onto the spacesuits, which approximated the magnetic Earth's magnetic field in the space around the human body, and it solved the problems completely. Well, and, that's proof. Uh, yeah. It, it, they can go, they're up there now, no problem. And now it's, the space station itself 
has a mag Earth's magnetic field around it. This was this was a learning process for us. And so right now, go ahead. I was going to say, is there a possibility to place some kind of field like that around our planet? I don't know that. <laughs> That's a pretty <laughs> huge magnetic field. Uh, it takes something like a planet to make one that big. But uh, all of our governments know this, and they, you know, so the president and all these kind of people are going to all have these things. But they don't have enough of this stuff to go around for the whole world. And uh, so uh, it is it is a serious situation that we're facing. Uh, I know that Obama does not want us to talk about this subject uh, because uh, he's afraid that we're going to go into fear. I feel that maybe we're, there is a reason for concern, but we need to know how to do this. You can do this through meditation, and we've been able to prove this. And uh, uh, if you know the Merkaba, you can actually program your Merkaba that it will make a, uh, uh, the Earth's magnetic field. And we've been talking about that since eight, 19, 1984. And, uh, and so if you, there, there are millions of people that know the Merkaba right now, and those people would be able to solve this problem simply by going in, connecting with their Merkaba, and saying that if the field goes away, instantaneously continue the field around my body. And uh, they'll have no effect on this at all. And uh, wow. and for everyone else, uh, I recommend that they begin to learn uh, certain forms of meditation that that will uh, allow you to continue on with that. And one of those is is one of those forms of meditation is uh, the Flower of Life Merkaba, or even better yet, the new one that we have, uh, which is Awakening the Illuminated Heart. That one uh, it will do it automatically. It, it is it's perfect. It's it's the best thing that we've ever been able to come up with. And uh, so that field right now, the magnetic field, uh, if you were to go in and and see what was happening at the South Pole, the, the South Pole is huge areas. Some of these areas are as big as continents. Our North Pole, the the lines come out at the north at the South Pole. They wrap around and come in at the North Pole. And what's happening is in these areas, the the lines are coming out of there, but then they're wrapping back around and going right back inside. And this is part of the re this is how the poles reverse themselves. The reversal of the poles is not an abnormal thing. It have that we've looked we now have looked back 450 million years into the past, and this has happened many times, hundreds of times before in the past. It isn't uh, unusual, but uh, we're not prepared for this. We just simply, we, if you go back 13,000 years ago, we had a catastrophe that took place. And, uh, and during that time, we have never really completely recovered from that. And, uh, and because of that, we are not prepared for what's happening right now. And, uh, but uh, since we don't have a lot of time, and there are many other subjects that we could go into, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think, I think we should just biggie. drop it there. Uh, okay. This is a, this. We don't need to go any further on on the kinds of things that are occurring around the Earth, and uh, so we need to know how to prepare ourselves and what to do. And uh, um, I, I would 
I'm not trying to sell anything to anybody. In fact, uh, by sending you to this website, one of my websites, and connecting you with the teachers that can teach you what you need to know, I don't make a penny. I've done this for free for the world. And so it's not about money at all. They can't claim that. I'm just (coughs) sending you to a website that I have been uh, creating for a long time to prepare for this very event that I knew was going to happen. And so if you don't understand what to do, in four or five days, you can know what to do. And you can uh, you would then know exactly uh, how to prepare through meditation, how to connect your heart to your brain and, and reconnect. Uh, uh, there's an inner technology, you might say, within us, that if you learn how to do that inner technology, uh, the events not only the event of what's going on with the magnetic field, but it's exactly how to move from the third to the fourth dimension of the Earth so that you can continue on as though nothing happened on any level. And uh, and so uh, that uh, website is simply droombelow.net. And under Droombelow, and Droombelow is spelled D-R-U-N as in Nancy, V as in Victor, A-L-O.net. And in that website, there is something called the School of Remembering. And under there, there are teachers all over the world that can teach you how to do this. And, uh, and, what, and we're in quite a few languages. I don't know how many, but, but we, can, we can reach almost anybody uh, that's out there. Hmm. And that well, is the clearest way to do it. That's the cleanest, clearest way that I, that I know. And I'll just say one more thing on this, is that uh, there are other other forms of meditation that know how to do this. Tibetan Buddhism knows how, but it takes approximately 1,300 years to learn that through Tibetan Buddhism systems. And uh, the other one is Kriya Yoga through the Self-Realization Foundation, and they know how to do this also. And, uh, and uh, Kundalini Yoga, Lisu Yogi Bhajan, he's not alive anymore, but that system uh, they also know how to do this, and so uh, it, it, this is—I don't have a monopoly on anything. But uh, what we have done is we have taken these other systems that usually take a very long time to understand. They generally take about at least 20 years to be able to understand. In some cases, up to 40 years, and uh, and we have reduced them down to a few days. Uh, we have eliminated everything that is not necessary to know. There are lots of things that they know that are very awesome to understand, but you don't need to know them to get from the third to the fourth dimension. And uh, and we've reduced it to the to as simple as is possible, and uh, and it it works. It, there's it absolutely works. So, so I really kind of question also then um, if uh, the meditation would support you know people. Uh, send in questions, and they wanted to know if maybe their insomnia or their, um, and especially around the solar flares and things like that when they come out, they, they're unable to sleep. And then sometimes they, they are just practically knocked out during the day. They have to take a nap. Yeah. And there's other, you know, other things. Is this part of the field, the part of the the, in, yeah. the instability of everything? And then this you talk about different our, diseases our, and stuff. Yes, this is true. Uh, 
and, uh, and this is what we are right as we speak right now. We are doing all the research through Russia and everything to to get this information and knowledge out to you clearly, so you know exactly mm -hmm. what these diseases are and what they and why. One of them, for example, is ringing in the ears. That's an epidemic yeah. all over the world, and and uh, people doctors have given different excuses and reasons why, but uh, according to Russia, they can prove that uh, that in most cases, not maybe not every single case, but the vast majority of the cases that are happening around the world, it's simply because of the super weak magnetic field that we're living in right now. Hmm. So, wow. And is this, is this why there's an epidemic of uh, dementia and um, Alzheimer's? I don't think so. That's a different thing, and I don't know, even know if I should maybe... Uh, the, the United Nations is trying to reduce the population of the world, and they have. Uh, I'm just going. I'm just going to say it anyway because it's you can you can actually prove this. Uh, they changed the chlorine in all of the entire world, and this chlorine has one additional molecule in it. And uh, and the reason they did that is nobody really noticed, but we had it analyzed in Japan and uh, was able to prove it. And uh, what it does is it causes Alzheimer's disease. Only it, it moves slowly, and then it goes to a certain level, and then it moves 500 times faster than normal. <coughs> and it's an, and that 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 particular epidemic is man-made. And uh, so is it like aluminum? I is it don't like remember aluminum? what. It, 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 no, it's a it's a chlorine molecule with one additional atom put onto it, and uh, and I don't really remember anymore what it is. I could probably okay. And, uh, okay. and there, that's another phenomena going on is that the United Nations is trying to reduce the overpopulation in lots of ways. They created AIDS for that reason, and uh, they've created other things. And they've done they've been doing all kinds of things because and the, and in their defense, um, the, the the population which is now at seven billion, uh, every single computer model that has ever been made. They're all come up with different reason things, uh, 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 numbers, but when it reaches a certain number, uh, and most of those were about 12 billion, but now they're beginning to rethink this. Uh, when there is a number of people, when we reach that number, whatever it is, uh, it will kill every last human being on Earth and all the rest of life on Earth, and and so that's a serious situation. And the United Nations has known this for a long time, and they have been trying to deal with it for a long time, trying to get people to reduce this population. It, we have slowed it down, but it is still going on, and we're still climbing. And so uh, uh, it's just the reality. I'm just speaking what we know is true. If we actually go to the fourth dimension when we die, maybe it's an easier way to do it. Well, let me let me talk about that. Um, okay. Uh, th there are uh, different ways that you can uh, ascend, that you can move from the third to the fourth dimension. And there, at the moment, there are three possible ways, and there's a fourth one that's just emerging that we may possibly get be able to do. But I, at this moment, I don't know if we will or not. But to, the the one way is just simply dying. And it's okay. Death is just part of life, and we all are going to die someday. 
And uh, but the problem with death has been ever since this thing happened 13,000 years ago, is that we lost our ability to die consciously. And so when we get to uh, the fourth dimension, we didn't bring our body with us. And you have to bring your body with you. This is not just a Christian thing. This is Egyptian, and it goes back in all kinds of ways that that uh, you have to bring it with you because when you get to the fourth dimension with your body, this body is a baby on the fourth dimension, and it begins to grow from there. Uh, we get be very tall. We will grow up to be about... Females will grow about 10 to 12 feet tall, and males will be about 14 to 16 feet high. And we're going to have a very big head. We're going to have two hearts in our body, and it's a different uh, form. And they're Syrian. it's a Syrian form of body. And that, um, uh, so, uh, I'm not sure where I was going with this. Uh, um, different ways that we can go into the fourth dimension. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, so, that way of dying, uh, uh, we we had to invent something uh, in order to keep to keep going because it, we, what had happened we would go there and it would the third fourth dimension would throw us back to the third dimension and we'd have to be and we have to reincarnate be born again get another body and get another chance at doing this and people have tried some people have tried as many as ten thousand times and they still can't do it and uh, and so uh, that's one of the ways. Uh, of just because now, at this moment, right now, every person on Earth at this moment is not going to ever live on this on this on Mother Earth again. This is the last time. Uh, and if you die normally, if you just die, you're going to be fine. And what's happened is uh, there is something called the Great White Brotherhood, and they are 72 orders that were created prior to humankind ever even existing. And uh, and the last order of that is called the Brotherhood of the Seven Rays, which is physically based in Bolivia. And, uh, and those people are now fully prepared, <coughs> after over 200,000 years of prepare, preparation, they are fully prepared to receive everyone as they die and to allow their consciousness to grow to a point where they understand the situation that they're in. And, and prepare them for the fourth dimension so they can just stay there and keep going. That's one thing that you can do. But there are two other ways, and they have to do with alchemy. And, uh, and in alchemy, uh, the Western world has been studying two different chemical uh, relationships. One is how to turn mercury into gold, and the other one is how to turn lead into gold. And, and it's basically what's behind this is as above, so below. All things are interconnected. And, and all um, all levels of chemistry are related to all levels of life, and you can actually m m connect them together. Well, with human beings, moving from third dimension to the fourth dimension, which we call ascension, is related directly to how you move mercury into gold or or uh, lead into gold. Both of them, they're two different, slightly different pathways. But if you knew exactly how that took place. You could apply that into human consciousness, and you would be able to ascend into higher consciousness in that way. Uh, this has been understood even by the Catholic Church and by many uh, uh, people that have been, been involved in, in uh, that, into alchemy. But it's, uh, at this moment, this is very important, because these two different ways uh, come into 
a very specific way, have been translated into very specific ways of how to go in, into higher consciousness. And, uh, and some of those ways uh, are, are, when we say Kriya Yoga and Kundalini Yoga, uh, uh, they actually correspond uh, to that. It has, been, it has been derived through all of that. And so, uh, uh, so the, anyway, there are ways, there are three ways you can do this. It doesn't really matter which way you do it. This is important to understand. It doesn't matter if you die or you go through uh, ascension or not. Uh, the end result is a little different when you get there, but because of the Brotherhood of the Seven Rays, they are going to correct all the deficiencies. And at and, and, and a time not too far in the future, uh, we will be all be together uh, in one level of consciousness, and from there we will proceed. Humanity will proceed on again uh, in uh, a much beautiful, much more beautiful way than we have in the last 13,000 years. This has been a disaster over the last 13,000 years. Uh, if we really understood exactly what what happened and ha- and and why all these wars and all this stuff that we're coming into and all this craziness and 25,000 babies a day dying from starvation, etc., and etc., and etc. This is all caused because of what happened 13,000 years ago. And and we, this is all going to be corrected now. And so all I can say to the audience is, don't worry. (laughs) Be happy. Don't worry. (laughs) Really, don't worry. Be happy. You're going to be fine. You're gonna, and your children are gonna be fine, and your everything is going to be okay. Life has worked it out, and uh, and the ascended masters, the people that are just like you and me, only they've gone ahead of us. Uh, they they are the ones to be thanked for all of this, and, and because they have prepared all of this for us. Uh, these are our ancestors at this point. Uh, our ancestors have saved our life, and they are the ones that, and and we're gonna meet these people. Because basically they're heroes, and we're gonna we're gonna realize that that life is way more complex than we ever thought. Uh, this whole thing of living on Earth and just having a job and hanging out and having kids and you know um, that's only this way because we lost control uh, thirteen thousand years ago. But now um, we are back on track. We are going to correct all of this. And uh, and it's going to be a very 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 good thing for all of humanity. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, there is, and it's, oh. it's it's beautiful what's about to happen. I could go on what happens after that, because uh, because it, we're not ending there. Uh, it's going to there what? is a. We only have one minute left, so we want to remind everybody how to hop onto your website and learn about all of it. Go ahead. It's drumvlo.net, D-R-U-N-V-A-L-O.net. And Drumvlo, from our heart to yours, we are so excited that we've had an opportunity to be with you today. We hope we can um, have you return soon. Thank you so much for being with us. Well, th- thank you, Taz and Paula, for for allowing me to to reach these people because I love us. I love all of us, and I want to help. So well, thank you so much. The whole reason for existing. Okay. Well, bye bye. See you until next time. Okay. Uh-huh. Bye bye. Thank you.
Thank God you. bless.